still haven't come up with like a clever intro or anything, but oh, shit, uh, no, we haven't. That's okay. It'll just be like us like, oh, we're starting the podcast. What? <laughs> that um, won't get old at all. No, not at all. Uh, so Erica and Sheila are back. Hello again. Hello, Sheila. And we are recording uh, episode two because uh, we're doing this, just full disclosure, right after recording the first one because we had such a good time. And we are now one champagne bottle deep. We are. Between the two on of us. to Rosé. Yes. Which is like bougie as fuck. And we're doing like a girl literary podcast. What else would you drink? Exactly. <laughs> Sounds kind of amazing to mm-hmm. me. So we're going to kind of dispense with all like the flowery stuff right right at the beginning. I think we're just going to dive uh, kind of right back in because uh, we had some fun asides like as we were as we were reading. If you did listen to the last uh, episode and you joined us again. I, I, great. Thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us again on episode two of Oof, I Wrote That. It might be helpful to say the name of the fucking podcast that we're doing. <laughs> it would be good. And I promise this one will be even more brutal. Exactly. Yes. So uh, last time we uh, kind of left it, uh, Sheila has the most flowery prose. And I have a character named after a vegetable. <laughs> right? Vegetable? Kale is a vegetable, Kale is right? definitely a vegetable. Okay, a leafy vegetable. This cannot turn into like the farmer's market podcast. Why would it? Because I have a lot to say about kale what when do you it have comes to say down to it. I'm I don't want to do this. No? There's different kinds. What kinds? I like the lacinato kale. It's also known as dinosaur kale, which oh, I have to okay. assume is because it looks very prehistoric. It does. Yes. But my husband likes to make kale chips, and that's some bullshit. That's yeah. not a real snack. I'm going to have, like, a chip. I want a chip. Seriously. And I want, like, some French onion dip to go Get out it. of here with your crisped lettuce bullshit. Right? Like, what are you doing? I feel like that's also the kind of thing, like, if you're trying to make it, that can go, like... You gotta take that out of the oven at the exact right time. Because if you're tasting yes. any burnt at all, like that bitterness is like. Because kale's already pretty bitter. Kale's very bitter. It's like. It's really good with sour cherries and like a honey mustard vinaigrette, though. Oh, I made good. that the other night, but I burnt the walnuts three times, and so I just sort of gave up on the walnuts. I do that with pine nuts all the time. I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna put pine nuts on my thing, and then I burn the fucking pine nuts. And it's like, yeah, those didn't cost like, you know, $90 for like a fucking ounce. Like, great. That's wonderful. So, this is what I mean. It just turned into the Farmer's Market Podcast. That's okay. <laughs> I could talk about like cooking and food for like ever. You are a really good cook. Oh, well, thank you. I love that shit. But uh, I don't like that pine nuts are really expensive. It makes me upset. All nuts are expensive. Doesn't make any like, sense. No. But pistachios are really good. Pistachios. Pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> pistachios are really good too though i love pistachios if you like chop them up and you put them on like a salad i do not care for those oh i love them they're delicious so i like i was horrified when i first had spumoni and i was like what is the green part pistachio ice cream no oh i like but um i don't know if i've ever had no i must have like that's not possible you're for italian you exactly i don't like 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 Rocky Road ice cream. I don't want crunchy in my ice cream. I just want fucking ice cream. I'm okay with crunchy, but I have to say that I, this is an unpopular opinion. Ben and Jerry put way too much shit into their ice cream. Like when you have like fudge, caramel, sea salt with chocolate, turtles, and you know, macadamia clusters, that's too much flavor. Most time I will agree with you, but I do love their half baked. Which one is that? That's the one with like cookie dough, mm. vanilla, and chocolate. It's got like fudge swirls. See, mm, that's And that too might much. be it. Okay. But it's really good. Makes me happy. Like every now and again, I'll just be like, I need to go and pick up some Tostino's pizza rolls. (gasps) Why are those so good? I don't know, but I fucking love them. I will tell you my sad story. When I was on vacation by myself in Newfoundland for several days, I was like, well, you know, I don't have to prepare any meals or cater to the tastes of my much more discriminating and healthy eating husband (laughs) than I am. And I was like, I'm going to get some pizza rolls. Whatever bullshit Newfoundland pizza rolls they were, they looked like Totino's, but they were just terrible. (laughs) 
and it was i was really sad all alone in my cabin on the ocean so see i'm lucky uh bob likes pizza rolls as well maybe not lucky because it's like we should not be eating those because they're terrible for you you have them with ranch right i don't dude actually Ooh. yeah and i put ranch on like everything as you should like really it it's like an upsetting on the stuff. <laughs> All right, we have turned into, like, sad food, the podcast. <laughs> so we're going to dive right back in. So um, if you remember, uh, again, we have a poor, sad, magical lad made Magikale. Magikale? Uh, I don't know if I said this in the last episode, but that's kind of his... I think this is in the pages that we're missing. He That was his name that he kind of gave himself. Oh, his God birth name is Kale, but he was like, I'm a magician. I'm going to call myself Magikale, because that's badass as fuck. But then yeah, everyone is like... Is he? He's like a nerdy, dorky kind of like eighteen ish. Is he like Rivers Cuomo, but a magician? Kind of. Okay. Not as short. <laughs> and he <laughs> didn't write across the very sea. tall. Or Pink Triangle, which are great songs. They are. Pinkerton is the best Weezer album. Don't add me. We can't. We can't go down this road right now. We can't. But because you're it's wrong. Just, <laughs> I mean, it's, whatever. That's fine. We can have like music fights the podcast, but. <laughs> I also didn't discover Pinkerton until, like, 15 years after it came out, so... Well, that just means it really is good and held up. I love it so much. Okay. All right. We're going to dive right back in. So, uh, our, uh, Mary Sue protagonist, Beth, has fallen into this sideways, like, dimension world that is kind of this fantasy setting, because of course it is. And, uh, she has met up with, uh, Kale, who I'm very glad I can say his name without bursting into hysterics <laughs> anymore. And they are looking for a quest, or an errand, or really just something to do. So we'll uh, take it from there. <clears throat> Any thoughts, concerns? Is, is Did I miss something? Yes. Well, yeah. So she is just a very driven person and is like, well, if I'm going to be here now, I want to get something done. That's her motivation. I don't motivation. know she's driven. I think it's more... Because, like... <clears throat> it was really loud. I'm sorry. I'm, like, screaming into your, your poor ears. <laughs> Um, she's more of kind of that, like, that gamer that we kind of were okay. around that age, where it's like, I work in food service and it's terrible, and then oh, I go I home see. and I play video games all night. And so she's just kind of like... She's like, I'm having an adventure, I'm so kind of bring stuck in this, like, adventure thing, right? Like, so let's do this. She's like Courtney Cox in uh, Masters of the Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens and she just kind of rolls with it. Okay. And I'm pretty sure she doesn't, but that movie is delightful, so... Courtney Cox is delightful. Magic Hale... His motive is... I'm oh, really like happy we can say his name without, like, <laughs> bursting into hysterics. Well, it's kind of like... It's spelled the same as, like, Michael. So it's, a like, little magical. Bit. A little bit. Right. I thought I was being very clever. <laughs> so did he. Oh, I thought you had another question. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm ready. Okay. All right. We are ready. My body is ready. All right. Uh, so they had just left uh, Kale's master, who kind of hates him, because everybody kind of hates him in this world, because he's just this, like little sort of doofus. Are you assigned a master, or did she? he seek her out? You know, I don't know. Okay. I'm gonna say probably assigned, because I don't think that she would have taken him on. Okay. Because he kind of sucks. Does everyone have to get a master? Does everyone do magic? We'll say that, um, because I don't know if I address this later, probably not. Um, that, like, there are magic users and there's non-magic users. Okay. He just happens to have some aptitude with magic. Okay. But I think we'll see later kind of where that sort of goes. Okay. If memory serves. I didn't read this whole thing. I just read the first 12 pages. <laughs> and I was the best. mortified. Okay. 
so on they walked through the forest and into the mountains, and they finally found the cavern which housed the crystal. And that is a capital C crystal. Oh, okay. Is there? Okay, no, I'll save my questions. Okay. Uh, so this crystal, does it do anything? She's, like, terrible. She's all just, like, snappy and, like, whatever. Is it, like, the power core of your world? I'm not sure what it does. Master used to swear by it a lot, but that's all I know. Well, let's fuck with it, then. <laughs> exactly. Let's go, like, mess with <laughs> it. Might be the power core. Yeah, just fuck with it. Because we're bored. Uh, okay. Uh, the chamber door swung open and revealed the vast crystal hall Ooh. in its in all its glittering glory. Uh, it's about as flowery as we get here. <laughs> uh, the travelers walked in and were ambushed by a diminutive man wearing an ape mask. Blarg! Leave now, devils! <laughs> Woe and misery unto those who would desecrate the crystal! Donovan, shut up, Kale sighed. Oh. What is that, an ape mask? Okay, just so you folks know, like, I say, like, the word mask appears 15,000 times before the end of this page. Prepare yourself. Right. Erica doesn't know what pronouns are. Or how to, like, you know, actually write. The short man paused in his bouncing and gave another grunt before pulling off his mask. See? How'd you know? Don, you wrote last week and told me you'd be taking over for the old guy who usually does this. Oh, yeah, but she didn't know. I bet she was scared. Beth shook her head. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta work on my technique, I guess. He discarded the mask. What can I do for you? Donovan's very nice. Is Donovan also Irish? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It's like a lot of Irish names floating <laughs> there. Okay. I mean, you're my friend at this point, so. It's true. Maybe. Lots Irish. of like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, you see, we're off searching for a quest, Kale said proudly. Master sent us here. Nothing here worth questing over. I just stare at the colors and the light in the crystal. It's crazy. How high is this guy? Donovan's tripping. Donovan's tripping balls. Uh, how high is this guy? See, Beth knows what's up. Oh, see? Beth Be- Beth is us. Beth is you. Oh, Beth is me. Beth is all of us. Exactly. Uh, Beth whispered in Kale's ear. I see they're getting closer. Because, mm. yeah, of course. Does this get sexy? I don't know that it ever gets sexy. But okay. that, yeah. I don't know that I ever got to that part. Sometimes, sometimes tension is sexier. There's some creepy, like, like, of course, like, shit that happens later. Because there's, again, something wrong with me. But... We, we'll get there. I look forward to that. When we get there. Uh, How high is this guy? Beth whispered in Kale's ear. Who's the skirt? Uh, <laughs> Kale snapped back to Beth attention. It's like, who's this crazy <laughs> skirt over here? Oh, no, no, no. That's what Donovan said about him. Oh, okay. About her. Uh, Beth, she's the 28th chosen one. Didn't go running, huh? You must be getting close. Yeah, she doesn't want to sit around, though. That's why we're questing for a quest. Well, you could always ask the crystal. It says stuff all the time. Beth looked to Kale and looked and uh, took a hit from her imaginary joint. She then decided to light up a cig, because that's how I refer to cigarettes in my in my 20s, because I'm the fucking worst. Beth is like, yo, let me get a square. <laughs> no, she's that fucking horrible girl at a party that's like, this sucks. I'm going to take like a cigarette and just like stand in the corner and like smoke because you're all lame and don't smoke like I do. I'm already over this crystal thing. This is terrible. Uh, yeah, Beth's the worst. I kind of okay. like her so far. She's spunky. She's all right. Uh, but, but, but not to me, of course, uh, Dom hissed. I don't know why he hissed. That's kind of weird. It only talks to guests. I'll leave you all alone so you can talk. He spun dramatically and stalked off. Ooh. You've got some weird friends, commented Beth. <laughs> Oh, that's the thing I wanted to talk about. Like, what do you, like, when somebody says something, it feels so weird to say, Beth said, 
Kale said. But then, like, you get flowery with it, and it sounds like the dumbest thing. The, I have thought extensively about this, and I think you you just have to do said most, like, 90% of the time. Or you... I, I, I get frustrated with books where they don't ascribe the dialogue to, like, whichever parties. Well, I think sometimes in, like, the cadence of the conversation, you can tell who's talking, or if they have, like, a way of speaking. Mm-hmm. Or if they've been going back and forth, you can kind of tell. And I feel like if a third person comes in, then you have to say who's talking. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it just feels like, like, commented, hissed, like... Right, how do you hiss something? Right, How do exactly. you sniff something? Well, even if he did hiss there, he's not, like, annoyed or anything. Like, well, he might be a little annoyed, but hissed? Well, there's... No, I, I struggle with that, and you'll see a lot of that in mine, too, <laughs> where it's like, I'm excited, Taylor ejaculated. <laughs> I guarantee that's in there somewhere. So, that's outstanding. I struggle with that, too. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay, Beth commented... Um, at least you get to leave, a disembodied voice thundered. Or clamored, excuse me. Learn to read, Erica. I feel like I want you to clamor in thunder. <clears throat> I don't want to be, like, oh, screaming okay. into the microphone. <laughs> I'll, I'll lean back a little bit. Okay. Uh, at least you get to leave, a disembodied voice clamored. I've got to sit with him all day and night. He's worse than the old man. Wow, it can talk. Kale odd. <laughs> Kale odd? odd. <laughs> <laughs> of course oh I'm awing so hard right now <laughs> And I'm not an it, I'm a she So I don't know why I'm talking like a 50 year old man The crystal remarked God, is that a cigarette? I wish I still had lungs <laughs> Okay, so in terms of things that are that are good That's one of them. I thought that was pretty solid, right? I like that Okay Wait, how do you know what a cigarette is? Beth demanded Simple, I'm chosen one number 18 <gasps> The jackass next to you brought me here and started screaming about some other world and ran me off. <laughs> but how'd you turn into a crystal, Kale asked, after turning a deep purple. Oh my god, like La Sonato, Kale. It's purple. Exactly. Yeah. It all ties in. The great Kale conspiracy. <laughs> uh, there's one more than there. <laughs> there's more than one jackass here, Magic Kale. One of the others changed me into this after I refused to help him. Beth scratched her head. Help with what? Wouldn't you like to know? Why are you being a bitch, Crystal? I know, Crystal, why you gotta be a cunt for? The Crystal, yeah, like swearing. Like, I apologize. That was horrible. (laughs) You dropped a hard I did. Sorry. Because the Crystal's acting like a cunt. And I like that alliteration. Cunty Crystal. Cunty Crystal. Mm. Right. That's our first t shirt. Tasty. Uh, The Crystal flashed brightly and shattered into innumerable (gasps) pieces. Kale threw his arms out and managed a weak protection spell around himself and Beth. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't want good to job. say that. That's embarrassing. Oh, the next line? All right. She's drinking champagne, folks. One thing I would also like to just kind of point out before I say this exceptionally embarrassing thing. I always found, or I had a conversation with somebody that we went to high school with um, about swearing in, like, fantasy novels. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's like... Well, do they say fuck? Do they say shit? Like with Battlestar Galactica and Frack. Right, right, right. Oh, do you remember the Frack pack from KFC? No. They did, like, a, like they have those $5 boxes now. And when, like, that final season of Battlestar was coming out, they did the Frack pack. And we were like, did you not watch the show? That's a weird partnership, too. Like, who's like... Bizarre, right? Fried chicken is the best way to express this brand. Well, they're like... Nerds are fat. Nerds watch Battlestar Galactica. Fat people like KFC. Frack pack. No, you're so right. 
Do you think they just emailed everyone? We're like, we would like to do a frack pack, a McDonald's frack pack. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't but know we found it work. hilarious. Like Eric and I, like that. The day <laughs> we're gonna go like this is like Tangent City right here. We were. Uh, we neither of us had cable, and we were trying to find a place to watch the the start of that final season. So we thought we could find like a bar with like a television or some shit. Mm-hmm. Did not work out very well. Really? We ended up having really shitty. Well, this was before like that was like a thing. Uh, yeah, I guess that would have been a while ago. Right. Yeah. This is. 2005? It's a while ago. It's, yeah. It's a minute ago. I think it's pretty pop, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. So we're talking like seven, eight years ago at yeah. this point? Damn. This is terrifying. Um, but, uh, yeah, we actually couldn't find a place. So, yeah, it's like, how, how, do they, how do fantasy characters swear? Is it like God's balls? Like, what's... So, I have I a high never... tolerance for, like, God's-based stuff, where it's like, oh, you still have some sort of deity system like religious swears are the most universal okay good because that's what this is excellent because like i would always i, I was very big on the world building mm-hmm. before like or i'd start writing something and they'd be like well i need to flesh the fucking world out and then never finish the story so that no one ever reads about it ever <laughs> but uh so there are gods in this world and apparently necron is one of them because i'm super original uh so don rushes into the room screaming necron's nethers <laughs> so great though like that's 100 percent great i'm laughing because i want to use that okay that makes me happy because that's very embarrassing that's perfect okay uh <laughs> <laughs> my first week and the crystal gets destroyed uh who the hell said the said that what did they say did we miss something oh wouldn't you like to know so maybe that wasn't the crystal talking i feel like there's a lot of wouldn't you like to know in this story didn't they say that about shannon in the last episode you don't want to know. You do- okay. Yes. Mm. Which is the same exact thing. Everyone's being very mysterious. Very vague. Yes, mm-hmm. in this mysterious, like, world or whatever. <laughs> uh, so that wasn't the crystal that said that. That was somebody else. Are Necron's nethers, is it his junk or is it his ass? Or is it his underwear? I would say his junk. Okay. Probably. I would, I would like to say that I've heard a lot of both... English God's and... balls kind of thing? No, I've never heard anyone say God's balls. Like, I've never heard anyone refer to the... Is that not a Game of Thrones thing? God's balls. No? Is it? I could have sworn. I mean... It's been a minute since I've read the books. God's balls. I, I feel like that's a thing that I've seen So somewhere. sacrilegious. I love it. it. It's awesome. Yeah. We hear at, uh... <laughs> Oops, I wrote that. All about the uh, sacrilegious shit. Mm-hmm. Disclaimer. Okay. So, uh, who the hell said that, Beth shouted, frantically scanning the room. Who's there? Uh, no one. That was a spell. Some kind of long-range disintegration spell, Kale sighed. It's advanced magic. <laughs> like, can you tell how much I wanted you to play? You wouldn't understand. Like, I wanted to play D&D so bad. I was just then. thinking about that about 45 seconds ago. I was like, yeah. this, this is, this was the seeds of you becoming a dungeon exactly. master. This is me it's wanting great. so desperately to have people to play D&D with. Mm-hmm. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Uh, but where is she? Beth panicked. Is she dead? She's in limbo. An oddly dressed man blocked the entrance. <gasps> so do we need to get into, and we're not going to get to him for a while, I would say. Should we talk about, like, Bethano and kind of his whole aesthetic? And So I remember very little about Bethano. Oh. His aesthetic. Okay. So He was goth. He was very goth. <laughs> That's what I'm Goth and kind of David Bowie circa labyrinth-esque. Is how I always kind of picture him. This might be, I feel like between the two of us, we might never have fleshed it out and we might have totally different. Although, I feel like there were illustrations oh, that you made. There's definitely illustrations. 
because you're the illustrator of the like the duo like i said we I, i have sketchbooks full of old shit that pertains to some of these stories i just feel like bethano was very sort of frail and emo and had big eyes and long dark hair I mean, he's not in this story, but this is definitely, like, he's always been... Bethano was the, like, villain in our Darcy and Renee story. Yes. yes. Yeah, like, yeah, he's more... In the version I have upstairs now, he's not necessarily the villain, but an antagonist, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he was always sort of, like, the mini-boss, right? Almost like Xant in Twilight Princess, where you can kind of feel for him, but... Oh, can we talk about how, like... Twilight Princess would have been so much better if Xant was just the bad guy. I, there's a part of me that hates Twilight Princess, and I'm not entirely sure why. It's, well, the beginning with all of the, like, having to try and find the First of all, that bitch horse shamed me. She was like, you take terrible care of your horse. And I was like, bitch, you don't know me. See, but I liked the, like, Towns characters in that game. That creepy little baby man? No, but there was, like, (laughs) the baby was hella creepy but like i felt like i didn't give a shit about like i cared about like midna yeah and i felt that she probably should have been the main character of that game it didn't feel like a legend of zelda game to me no it didn't really all the zelda shit felt very tacked on also the world just felt so big and cold and people say that about breath of the wild but i don't agree with that see bob thinks that about breath of the wild and i yeah i don't but it's so pretty. Like yeah. I like when I was playing with Dave and Dave was like, why the fuck did they give me a camera? And I was like, Dave, so you can be a nature photographer, which is not why they give you the camera. But it's what I did for a good few hours. Exactly. Anyway. But, uh, <laughs> yes. Anyway. But uh, yeah, Bethano. So he's kind of, yeah, this kind of gothy kind of emo, like, I think I always pictured him a little more strapping, not like Gaston strapping, okay. but like a little meat on his bones. Okay. He's especially good at expectorating. Um... <laughs> I was in the comments section of something, and somebody was listing off all of these great things about this one guy, and somebody flew in with that, and I'm like, that's genius. Why didn't I save this page? Like, my life is just validated having read that. It made me super happy. But, um, yeah, and he was always just kind of the primary, not primary, but he was an antagonist in the story. Mm -hmm. And he's always, his influence has kind of popped up in, like, other shit that I've written. And we're about to encounter somebody who well, is I think it's interesting you named your protagonist Bethany like any connection maybe I mean that's possible I always like the name Bethany though I think it's a really pretty name I can't I can't help but associate it with the nursing home yeah right. that I was telling you about right well then there's that character from Dogma who is named Bethany too I never saw Dogma. You're not missing that much. Yeah, Kevin Smith, you know. It's like a fine like movie. One, one of them is all of them. Oh, I mean that's one of those like like, welcome to Tangents, the podcast. Um, it's, like, I was really into his shit, like, in my early 20s, because it, mm-hmm. like, spoke to me. No, you were into his shit in high school. Was I in high school? Yeah. Oh, maybe it was that early, then. I think. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, um, Clerks 2 spoke to me as an aging nerd mm-hmm. in, like, a certain way, but then I saw, what was it, Red State? His, like, horror movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's just dog shit. Is it recent? That's not one of his... It's not his most recent, okay. but one of his more recent. It's not good. Mm. It's bad. Okay. It's very bad. But he is allegedly a really nice guy, though. That's what I hear. Yeah, which is good. Because I think he realizes, like, how, like, you know, charmed. Not yeah. charmed, but 
how much of an impact exactly you know like oh fuck you know just you know i made this little like fucking movie for nothing and it got picked up and my friends exactly and it like took off like it's a fucking like dream right there right he's humble Hmm? humble exactly exactly okay uh an oddly dressed man blocked the entrance look at this guy beth giggled He's gotta be the villain. See, she's very genre savvy. I like that. Miss Beth. This is a bit like, what's that Joss Whedon movie? Cabin in the Woods? It's a bit Cabin in the Woods. A little bit. Fantasy. A little bit. Okay. Uh, New chosen one, huh, Kale? Necron. It's Shannon. Uh, the man apparently named Shannon smiled and tossed <laughs> his hair. So even the narrator thinks yeah, that's the narrator's weird. like... The narrator's oh, you know who was named Shannon, though? The guy from Blind, Blind Melon. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't like nothing about them aside from... It's all Fucking sad. no rain. So you don't want oh, to. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. that's upsetting. Yeah. Did he kill himself? Yeah. Aww. Or he died of an overdose. Oh, That's kind of killing yourself, right? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. No, I'm depressed. I'm sorry. It's okay. All right. So Shannon is smiling and tossing his hair. Apparently he has long, fabulous Glamorous. Hair. Uh, hello, old chum. <laughs> <laughs> Been some time now, hasn't it? Not nearly long enough, Kale muttered. What the hell are you doing here? Master knew you'd ruined everything, so she asked me to come with you. He smirked. Uh, which number is she, Kale? My number doesn't matter, asshole, Beth shouted. Yeah. Oh, shouty. Uh, <laughs> nice get up, by the way. Really, the band member Gothmook does wonders for you. So she's like... Yeah, she's not, like, holding back. She's got spunk, Kale. You bring her here on purpose? Silence all of you, Don screamed. <laughs> the crystal's gone. And how what? does he know where the soul went? Isn't it obvious? All wayward souls pass through limbo. Because that's like a thing. Wait, so the crystal shattered yes. and the soul got lost or sh- well, yeah, departed. Whoever okay. was like talking through it is just like gone. Okay. Uh, you just need to find their bodies and guide the souls back to them. Thanks for the pointer, but we don't need you to come with us, Beth insisted. Kale and I are fine on our own. Oh, he's so totally coming move with. Move along. Uh, please, he can't cast a spell to save his life. And you have no power at all. You'll last, you'll not last a week out there. And this is where we get into, like, major Mary Sue territory. Ooh. Because Beth's got some powers. Because, of course, she does. Well, she's the chosen one. She's not, though. She's not the 28th or 9th chosen one? She's the 28th chosen one. Cho- like, she just they, fell in a portal. That's just kind of what they're calling people who, like... Oh, get, so they're being very sarcastic about that. They are. That. They are. It's when they say, oh, the, cho- the 28th chosen one, it's like, mm, yeah, okay, like... They're, they're, like, building up to the eventual, like, actual chosen one. Should someone maybe have given someone <laughs> other than Kate... Kate Michael, Michael, Magikael, this job that seems kind of important. Well, I think it's more not him pulling the person over. Like, they're kind of making fun of him because it's like, yeah, you wanted a fucking girlfriend, right? Like, that's why you, like, pulled this one over or whatever. But he's more supposed to be kind of, like, the greeter. Oh, I see. And then, like, bring them to where they need to go. Okay. So we're, like... the constant, like, the the bellman. Exactly. The porter. So it's, like, they're just about at... The actual chosen one. Okay. If memory serves. Uh, Beth narrowed her eyes. This is where you you really see that I'm like a fucking Dragon Ball Z fan and just like love fucking anime. To be fair, I narrow my eyes at people frequently when I'm feeling like Beth is feeling. I am a very big fan of the uh, eye narrow. I got called on it and someone was like, don't give me that Irish Catholic squint. And I was like, oh, 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 wait for it. Here it comes. (laughs) Uh, blah, blah, blah. Beth narrowed her eyes and felt fury build up in her fists. 
She'd always been a fighter, so no reason to stop now. Get it, girl. I've got plenty of power. Her fist electrified, because that's a thing that happens. (laughs) And thundered into Shannon's nose. Whoa! The pompous pretty boy flailed back and fell to the ground. Master was wrong then, he spat. Uh, Blood dripping down his face. You are the chosen one. She's not. Is this going to be a love triangle? Um, not really? Okay. Because I feel like Shannon probably likes getting smacked around. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Uh, Beth scoffed. Nope, just here to keep you from Kale. She, she's feeling very protective. <laughs> <laughs> so scram. Uh, yeah, Shannon, it's best if you just go. Kale seconded. Uh, I'll go, but we'll meet again in like two pages. I don't take fists to the face lightly. <laughs> Most people don't. Good luck failing. Stinging words from Shannon. Uh, Don watched him leave before approaching Beth. Don't make him angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. (laughs) I didn't write that. That's not in there. I'm just a dork. Uh, We hear all kind of rumors about him. He's very dangerous. He looks kind of familiar. Mm -hmm. Shit's going down. mm. Kale shook his head. He's just an ass. Uh, Mr. Knows How to Do Magic. Uh, so should we try to find Limbo? I know he's a jerk, but we don't have anything else to do. Do something! I can't just wait around without an explanation until the old man returns. See there, we didn't know who the fuck was talking. Uh, <laughs> we'll go then, Kale decided. Uh, we'll go, not well go, excuse me. There was a uh, apostrophe there. But I wouldn't even know where to begin. Uh, and then we have a break in the page. Good luck failing, Kale. <laughs> <laughs> How bitchy. <laughs> Uh, we jump back to the Happy Bakery uh, Company very oh. quick. Uh, seriously, Michelle, she stepped right there and just poof, she was gone. Huge liability issue. Is she still on the clock? Ed <laughs> <laughs> and Elisa better. glanced at each other. I don't think so. That's a relief. You're sure she didn't? <laughs> then fuck her. It's, like... it's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I really liked my manager back then. Uh, that's a relief. You sure she just, just you sure she didn't just leave? You may have missed her. Nope, seriously, she was there one second, and then she was gone. I feel like I wouldn't believe my employees. I'd be like, are you fucking high? No, right. It's like, <laughs> what, what? why are you, like, dropping, like, fucking acid, like, in the back? Don't tell me this shit. When you should vanished. be fucking, like, cleaning the goddamn store. Okay, so should I give it a pause there? Yeah. Okay. Can I have some of that rosé? Of course you can. Thank you. Are we ready to switch over to the romantic and other shenanigans of privileged gang life <laughs> privilege uh, so how are you what, what are you what are you thinking where are you thinking the story is going what what are your thoughts i'm Last thinking piece. that shannon has to become a party member right because he's such a douchey pretty boy uh he doesn't become a party member I don't think he becomes the antagonist, but yeah, I don't see you as a, as a concentrator on love stories in general. How much, what percentage of the way in are we? Like two? What do you mean two? Like oh, two percent. Yeah. Um, I mean, this goes, and I, there's like, it isn't all necessarily like, so to like there. Okay. Like that. Because I still feel like we're in the raw beginning of the game. We it's are. almost we too early for are. me to call. Because I don't have a sense of what the actual quest is. Because they're very like, we'll shoot the fight limbo. Okay. Like, that's fine. 
No, definitely. Oh, I definitely have, like, notes in here and shit. Like, from, like, the classes I should have been paying attention <laughs> to while I was writing this crap. Um, no, yeah. I mean, we get kind of, like... Shits goes down in the next, like, four pages. Because okay. I was gonna stop after, like, a certain thing happened. And... Yeah, I was just trying to kind of... I was trying to play with, like, the, you know, like... The, the conventions. The conventions a little bit. And kind of, like... You know, play into them maybe a little bit too, and I don't know that I ever got to a point where, yeah. Yeah. I like that about it, though, but that's what makes it so unpredictable. It's because I know that I can't expect tropes, basically, so I have no idea if in the next page they'll be like, yeah, the crystal was all bullshit, or if that's the main thing that drives the The narrative is finding this soul. Right. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know that they ever talk about that ever. <laughs> like Darcy's mom. Exactly. Yeah, she's, yeah, whatever. Yeah, the crystal, like, is, like, in limbo with Darcy's mom. I'm worried about her. Yeah, How many know. gods are there? Is Necron, like, he's, like, Hades. I am sure that I have a page in there somewhere detailing all of the gods and what they do. Because I was always, even in the latest iteration of Darcy and Renee, there are definitely, like, gods in play because i don't know i like that kind of shit it's interesting yeah and like mortal interaction with like a higher being and that kind of shit i mean that's what foundational mythology is right? exactly i mean i kind of dig that shit so i do too what i want like what i want from this story is for my my, keep on wanting to call him michael from magical to grow as a magician and become not a doofus okay that's what I'm even though Beth is the protagonist I kind of feel like he's quietly the protagonist see there's not really and again it's I haven't read through the whole thing um it's there's definitely a she is definitely not like the I don't even know if I would call her the primary okay protagonist but because yeah because yeah the whole kind of like genesis of the idea like I said was that this whole, like, chosen one goofishness was just kind of, like, it, it doesn't mean anything, mm-hmm. right? If there's nothing for them to do, it's just sort of, fnyeh, you know? <laughs> yeah, Exactly. So then you're just kind of stuck in this world and what ends up happening to you, right? But um, if memory serves, the chosen one, the actual, like, you know, capital C chosen one does fall into the world soon. And oh, want to say that he also works at the Happy Bakery, like <gasps> oh, so corporation. Was a very easy mistake to make. Yes, yes. So it was the kind of thing where, like, and I could just be like pulling this off the top of my head because I kind of like the way it sounds right now. <laughs> like it was, you know, folks who were maybe like tangentially related, and then it as it narrowed, it was like, like you know, maybe like fourth cousins, and then maybe like. You know, somebody you might interact with at the bakery, like, and then the next person would be like the cashier, and then it would be like, you, you know what I mean? Yes, kind of that okay. Kind of it's thing. like they're trying to get narrow in on it and get closer. Right, kind of hone in on. Oh no, it's this motherfucker over here. But is there a real chosen one? And if there is, what are they chosen to do? I don't know. I don't know that I ever got to that part. Okay, that's gonna be the really frustrating thing with a lot of my stuff. Yeah, that is that no I end. write to a point and then it just fucking stops. Oh. And then I'll do like I was always big on doing like scenes like there'd be a scene yes. i would want to get to so i'd be like well fuck all that other shit i'll just write that scene so if we ever do get to the end of this i can do that with certain stuff 
because it gets Okay, so you will have, you won't have the complete arc, but you will have... I won't have, like, endings or anything like that. I don't, like, for really anything, if we're being real. Um... Right? Yeah. No, it's the really. hardest part. It sucks, right? Because it's like... Even Stephen King can't do it. No, he can't at all. Um, I'd really rather his stuff just, like, <laughs> fucking end. <laughs> oh, the stand. But, um, yeah, it's hard to find, like... And it's something I've struggled with. I think that's the reason I kind of stopped writing the Darcy and Renee thing I have going right now. Because it... I'm at a point where it's like, I know kind of where I want it to go. Mm-hmm. But kind of that action that I wanted to get to, I've gotten to. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just sort of like, well, you know, like more stuff needs to happen. To flesh out the story. Yeah, to finish it. Exactly. Yes. Which it's, it's interesting that you struggle with that because world building is your thing. Like you could throw in a bunch of that's irrelevant I love that but... shit. But I feel like this is the parts where it's it's all stuff that has to matter. That's, yeah, that's what I struggle with. And I, my novel is very episodic and stuff, like, I read books that are very episodic, like Anne of Green Gables. That's one of the more recent things that I've reread. There isn't a huge overarching trajectory for Anne. It's a series of episodes that happen to her until she ages to the next chapter in her life. It was kind of like the fucking, um, what are those goddamn books? I read them, like, devoured them when I was a kid. Uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder books. The Little House on yes. the Prairie. Yeah. Where... I recently reread that for a book club and Ooh. I really struggled. I'm, I'm leading this book club for kids and I really struggled because it was so episodic. There wasn't a narrative. The narrative was there, really there, isn't. Is, there isn't yeah, one. Exactly. And Anne of Green Gables, there kind of is because it's her personal growth and you, you see the, you know, she starts as this self-conscious orphan and she grows to love herself and love her family and puts down roots. Like there's arguably a narrative there, but Laura Ingalls Wilder, her narrative is like, we didn't die in the cold, cold winter. Pa went to go get, like, glass for the windows in yes! town. Yeah. And there's no, like, there's a chapter where Pa almost gets eaten by bear on his way back. And it's, there's no more or less tension than the chapter where, like, they whittle them some Christmas dolls. I don't know that I love those books as much as, uh... I read all of them, and I really liked them when I was a kid. But I think it was more just, hey, I'm reading something. Like, I don't know that they would hold up now. They don't... And, and this is... They are hugely popular with our patrons. I led this book really? club in an actual 1830s log cabin that still... That was built well, in 1830. Cool. It was rad as fuck, and they let me go upstairs. They wouldn't let the kids go upstairs, but they let me go upstairs. Like, ha, you little fuckers. Yeah, I was like, it sucks to be you. But it was it was really cool to see that, but it's... It's just not a great work of literature. Uh, it's a great work of historical context, but it's just, it's its more like a history lesson with characters than any well, kind of really story. Well, you really don't like history. American history, at least, do you? No, I like American. I mean, I'm, historical fiction is not my particular jam. There are periods I find very interesting. One of my favorite YA books was set in 1918 with the outbreak of the Spanish flu, which is something I had never studied and knew nothing about. And it was like phenomenally done. Or um, Laurie Hulse Anderson's Fever 1793 is really good. Um, but that the one that I was talking about, the 1918 one, In the Shadow of Blackbirds, it's so good because it weaves in... There's an angle that's it presents itself as supernatural, but it's really not. And then it gets into a lot of PTSD before PTSD was a thing. Interesting. Yeah. And it's there's feminist stuff. Like it's a really good book with a lot of interwoven narratives. But yeah, in general, historical fiction is not entirely my jam. I like if it like Yeah, I don't know. I, I like when you get like that magical sort of realismness to it. Like do a different spin on it, because I don't yes. like if I want to read like a historical book about it. 
Like, I love that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'll pick up, like, you know, I've got, like, the Hamilton fucking biography upstairs mm-hmm. that's, like, you could murder someone with that fucking thing, yeah. and I just gotta, like, Go start reading it, you know? But I just, I like books that highlight, you know, I feel like you take a certain amount of history classes and you are beaten over the head with the Civil War and World War One and World War Two. It's but almost then... like you want to take, like, the college history classes where you can pick the thing that you get to learn about. Because it's like, yes. I don't want to hear about, like, America's greatest tri- like trials and travails and how they came out victorious because there's so much of that exactly. where we didn't. American exceptionalism. Right. And that's, I. there's this book, um, Adam Gidwitz's The Inquisitor's Tale, which was either on it either won an award or was shortlisted for an award but it's about some kids in the spanish inquisition and a miracle dog that they have and i'm like no no children's author has ever thought to write about that time period before because it's horrific yeah and no one ever expects the spanish inquisition (laughs) well and it's like it's before that it's like the i want to say it's the Crusades, so it's like 1190 1200 i know very little about that time period so I love that someone chose to do that, and I would. That's that would be the kind of historical fiction that I would enjoy. That's or the cool. book thief is really good. Oh my god, the book thief! I didn't yeah. see the movie because I heard it wasn't very good. I can't imagine a movie capturing no, just the way that's that's written and like and the, the distance third person narration by death. Like, how do you put that in a movie? Exactly. No, that was a great book. I think yeah. I still have your copy upstairs somewhere. That's okay. Because, you know, I work in a library. It's <laughs> true. That's fair. That is a fair point you got there. But no, I loved that book. That was a really good book. Yeah. There are, I sometimes feel exhausted with, um, in particular, World War One and World War Two narratives. Oh, because we hear about it all the fucking time. You do. But then I was recently, when I was, again, I'm talking about Newfoundland. When I was in Newfoundland, I spent, accidentally spent like four hours in the World War Two section of the entire, like, Newfoundland Culture Museum, Newfoundland Labrador, because... Well, I was on my own, so I could linger or skip as much you as I actually, wanted like, to. Read stuff and like hang out. Yes, yeah. and I never, I never knew about this doomed Newfoundland regiment that was sent, and they had all of these personal stories, like this this mother that was knitting socks for the boys. Well, you that's know? what makes it interesting, right? Yes, and it was, I, I don't incredibly care for military stuff, but I was incredibly immersed in this exhibit because I had never heard about. Canadian, and this was before Newfoundland was part of Canada, so it was like its own. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it it was like almost its own country. It may have been its own country. I'm ignorant, and I don't know, even though I was there for four hours. <laughs> but it was a perspective, a new perspective on this thing that. Well, in a good museum, like uh, New Orleans has a really good World War Two museum. Really, I've yeah. never been there. It was raining. We were there for our honeymoon uh, a while back, <laughs> circa WrestleMania thirty. <laughs> um, <laughs> And we were there for, like, nine days, so we had, like, time, time to fill. And it was raining one of those days, so we were like, oh, let's go to the World War II Museum. And we spent, like, the entire day there, and it was awesome. That's great. Yeah. And really sometimes cool. it feels right to become somber and reflective and, like, do honor to the people. Oh, definitely. That enabled you to live, like, your fairly frivolous life. You know what I mean? Not yours, personally. But... Oh, my life is very frivolous. <laughs> <laughs> well, and one, like, World War One story that I think... Uh, did you see Wonder Woman? No. Oh, Sheila, you should watch it. The highlight of the movie is in the middle of it where she kind of steps out in her Wonder Woman, like, regalia and is, like, Wonder Woman for the first time. Is they're going through a trench. Because this is all set during World War One, mm-hmm. And uh, and the lead up, they're trying to get to this village. And um, uh, she sees, like, all the horror and all the suffering. And, like, she's like, well, we can't just leave. We have to actually do something. Mm-hmm. It's like a rare DC movie where they're actually, like... 
doing heroic shit instead of just like no let's just murder everything Mm -hmm. so she kind of they're like no we have to get through we have to push through our mission is more important she's like yeah no fuck that so she steps out into the wasteland between these two trenches in her like full like fucking outfit and she uh like pushes forward so they can liberate this this village Mm -hmm. and it's this awesome sequence it's like sobbing in the theater but it it was awesome it was really good you should watch it. It's it sounds like it was really well done. I it was. pretty good thing. It was. It was an awesome movie. And I just realized while you were telling me about that, that I, sh- I was wrong about Newfoundland and it was World War One, and I'm a dick for not knowing that. Yeah, so. that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So World Wars aside, <laughs> should we? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So we're diving back into... I never really told you the title of this work that I wrote. No, you didn't. We just know novel. it's kind of based on uh, The Outsiders. It is very based on The Outsiders. So I was obsessed with Shakespeare at this age. So initially... Well, and I why had, was that, Sheila? Because my mother was a really great mother and wanted me to be culturally savvy. And so every year we went to the Stratford Shakespeare Festival in Stratford, Canada, because I love Canada. This whole podcast is about how much I love Canada. <laughs> oh, I want to go to that so badly. Oh, it's it's fantastic. And so we went every year, and I, as a kid, I was very attentive, and I had the ability to remember, retain things. And even then, I'd be like, yeah, that was Scott Wentworth as Iago in that production. <laughs> and my family and friends were like, how do you remember that? But, you know, you don't have that much to remember when you're a kid. No, that's like me with like, oh, yeah, the theme song to that, like, animated yes. show goes like this. <laughs> it's like it's all stored up here. Oh, yeah. So I was a big fan of Shakespeare. I can't remember birthdays, but I remember all that shit. (laughs) Right? I don't remember the important stuff. So I had seen both Henry V and um, Coriolanus. So Henry V has that very famous speech about um, we few, we happy few, we band of brothers, which obviously is where HBO's band of brothers gets its name. So I think I initially titled it We Happy Few, but then I saw Coriolanus and I was really impressed with that. (laughs) There was a line there about not wanting to be the triton of the minnows, like the kingfish please tell me that your book is called triton of the minnows absolutely is for no reason at all because no one in the book is in any way a triton of any minnows standing (laughs) i feel like we happy few kind of worked even though i will say we happy few is now a game really yes it's one of those like um what do you call it? A uh, big open world. Like, you got a lot of, like, slider bars that you got to make oh. sure your character is, like, fed enough and, like, all that kind of shit. And yeah, it looked kind of interesting. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. We could, I think we should do a video games podcast because I have a lot to say I about think all we of those. Should too. <laughs> I think we should do all the podcasts. But perhaps our audience is like, maybe you should focus on your, you know, right. Hey, podcast. like, remember your shitty writing? <laughs> You've been talking about other shit for, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> So, that's what you get, though, folks. It's I mean, true. you're going to get the crappy writing. We're going to get into some sides. But... Well, and it's like we can't beat you over the head with these shitty books. No, you're gonna no, run no. Away. we can only do a few pages at a time. Exactly. I mean, really for our own sakes as well. Exactly. So, if you would not mind refilling my glass I here. Will refill the shit I know it's out pretty full, but no, I just want to be prepared. It's less than half, so you're fine. Okay. So, we are picking up with. And what was the name of the book again? Uh, <laughs> the Outsiders, basically. <laughs> Mine is called Heartless. I mean, come on. I was really into Kingdom Hearts at the time. Like, at least yours is hashtagable. Is it, though? I mean, I I think so. No, I think, like, hashtag Titan of the Minnows would be outstanding. Oh, it's Triton. Oh, like Triton. King, what the fuck King did I say? Titan. Titan but oh, I'm a moron. Cool no, no, no. Triton no. is better. I, there, I mean, that's Shakespeare, so I can't argue with that, but <laughs> Triton is pretty good. It doesn't make any sense for this book, though. No. 
it's about a gang of privilege and I'm a, this scene is going to illustrate just how not scary these gang members are. I'm really are. excited to hear how privileged they are. That's so great. They have a house. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> they're homeowners. They have a house and there's no parents and it's the, great. The, like the 16 year old boy is a homeowner, Dakota, <laughs> and his brother William and his like de facto guardians, Taylor and Dave, or Ivan. I changed his name to be more sexy. So wait, 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 wait. It was Dave and now it's Ivan? Yes. Why is Ivan more sexy than Dave? I don't know. I mean, let's get back into the mindset of Chitty Sheila. I'm very I, curious. I changed them all. T- Dakota was Tom. William, I think, was always William. Saturn was Chris. Is William uh, named after William Wallace? You know, I don't know that he's named after anything, but I was. I did watch Braveheart every weekend during this period of my life. So that is a possible subconscious influence. I'm glad someone else did that, too. It, you know, and Mel Gibson Real has talk. really ruined. I love that movie, though. I can't, I, I don't think that I could go back and watch it and buy so anti-Semitic. Like yeah. yeah. Bob is like with Tom Cruise. He can't watch Tom Cruise movie. No, because he's jumping on couches all See, the time. See, but I can divorce that. Like, I, it's, And that's it's, like, sometimes you can suspend suspension of disbelief and sometimes you Braveheart was such an important, not important movie No, it was me, important. But like, it was one of my, it was probably my favorite movie, like, throughout that period of my life. The soundtrack is also outstanding. Yes, it is. Uh, current favorite movie was probably Back to the Future or Goodfellas. Which is like great choices, just like as you can get. But um, no, I love Braveheart. It's a really good movie. It's so good that in Sterling, Scotland, where an actual battle happened that was featured in Braveheart, they have a statue of William Wallace, but it's really a statue of Mel Gibson as William Wallace. That's upsetting. (laughs) I have seen it in person. It's like, oh, you guys, what are you doing? Wonderful. (laughs) No, it's kind of great. Well, they do have like a statue of like proper William Wallace, though, right? I don't recall seeing one. I feel like I remember them talking about at it. At Sterling. In the, not at Sterling, but just kind of in general. Uh, I remember them talking about it in like the special Blu-ray features for Braveheart. Because I'm that person that watches those features. Because you they, Braveheart, man. You Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> Still the best Office no, That's your favorite. That's the fucking podcast we have to do. The Office cast. Oh, bears eat beets. Um, <laughs> bears beats Battlestar Galactica. What is going on? <laughs> This just turned into office quotes. Oh, so she's yeah, gonna get no. back in. We're gonna find okay. out how privileged her characters are. So context of this scene: uh, Darcy having, I guess, no family anymore, but continuing to live with these random boys. That you know, one of them mugged her, but then felt sympathy because of her tampons. So who was the one that mugged her? Jeremy. He doesn't hang out much because he's I like love, the like, bad the, boy. Oh, oh, she has her period. <gasps> I don't think it was that like she had her period. No, no, but that. just like in general, she like <laughs> has she periods, right? <laughs> I can't do this. And to the her. bears will come for her. <laughs> so that was a rare moment of kindness for Jeremy because oh, he's kind of funny. a dick. Okay, and that will that will play a large role. Is later. he the antagonist in your story? No, no, Wolf Halleck is the antagonist in the story because his name is Wolf. Like, of course it is. Um. So. <laughs> But Jeremy I'm sorry. No, causes no, 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 trouble. No, 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 wait, wait. We need to talk okay. we need about, to talk about what, what, Wolf. Wolf Halleck? Yes. He's okay. also a gangbanger, uh, but in a is. different gang. Oh, okay. <laughs> is he also a white privileged piece of shit? His name is Wolf. Like, he's obviously white. Okay, just <laughs> like, to make like sure. the most Germanic <laughs> name that he could have. I just wanted to make sure. You know, they're all white. They're all white. Okay. There are no people of color in right. my story, I'm right. sorry to say. Nah, because we're Which we're is the worst. probably for the best because I probably would have butchered that representation in some ways. So uh Darcy needs to go to school because she's still, you know, they would come after her I for love being that you were concerned with that. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I was trying to be as realistic as I could. So they are scamming her to get, they f- have finished scamming her to get into school. And now they're going to give her a makeover so that no one recognizes her as this missing girl, I guess. Uh, so she's going to the same school that she was going to? No, she's going to the new school in the bad neighborhood. Ooh, is it yeah. called Benwick? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I be. have totally done that in the story before. <laughs> <laughs> with the with mascot still the friars maybe mm-hmm. might have just been like terrible uh, fucking mascot yeah it wasn't great all right let's go okay. to it <clears throat> makeover hey guys i'm gonna have to look different too i reminded them how no problem we'll give you a makeover dakota decided impetuously can we do it right now <laughs> like what would seven boys want to do more than give a girl a makeover I don't see why not. I, I mean, I there are there are definitely boys who would be into that, but I don't know that they would be part of a <laughs> a young girl's fantasy unless it was some sort of oh my my gay best friend, I'm secretly in love with him. It'd be that kind of fiction. I mean, I've been there too, but uh, this is not that story. I think we've all been there, Sheila. I think we have. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what about my hair? Ah, uh, we probably got some hair dye left over from Halloween. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do, William whinnied, glowing. Why did he whinnied? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> William was like the little awkward one. <laughs> like, I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> okay, I'm all right. Remember, we put that blonde stuff in my hair and it wouldn't come out for like four months? Ooh, that's like lifted directly from the outsiders. Is it? Fuck. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Because it's Pony Boy that dyes his hair like platinum blonde, right? Johnny. I is think. it Johnny? They dye Johnny's Johnny. hair. Do it for Johnny. So this whole thing is a. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a word. Like, homage is not the word. Gotcha. <laughs> Blatant <laughs> ripoff. Plagiarism <laughs> is the word. What about makeup? Wear lots of makeup, Saturn directed me. Get real orange, man. <laughs> that's, that's basic. I feel like that actually might be a line Just later. glob it the fuck on. <laughs> I brought some along, but we've got some. I'll get it, Dakota volunteered. Why, why do you have makeup? He bounded away. <laughs> Minutes later, he returned and endowed my lap with a cumbersome stash of lipstick, eyeliner, eyeshadow, Jeez. blush, foundation, oh, and they mascara. Got it Ooh, they got Look it all. Me. I know what makeup is. <laughs> Can I ask why you have all this makeup? I said warily. Ooh. What's her name left it here? <gasps> Same one who left the nightgown? <gasps> no, different one. Saturn <gasps> said airily. Jacuse! <laughs> Jacuse you of leaving your slutty nightgowns and makeup here. Come on, let's get started. Well, who are these other women? Exactly. Someone's banging. I don't know who it is. Probably Ivan. <laughs> Someone's fucking. I feel like Ivan is the one who has like the healthiest like life outside of whatever. He's like, I don't happening. know what the fuck all this is. I'm gonna go fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> it's like I just work at the record store, guys. I don't want to. Oh, any he part does of this. work at a record store. He does. Doesn't he? But he's only 21. So, although the grown up of the group. So, had you recently seen Empire Records? I have never seen Empire Records. Sheila, yeah, it's I'm not sorry. a good movie. No, but it's but it's one got... of those touchstones. I find that odd that you haven't seen it. I know. I missed I mean, it's, out on it's, a lot of cinematic. It's, it's fine. It's nothing special, but it's just kind of. Is that the? One? I feel like you and I watch. Is that the one with Ethan Hawke and a awkward, awkward, fat <laughs> pickle, awkward voicemail? I don't know. Do I don't... you know what I'm talking about? Where is this pickles voice coming from? You want to jack Sorry about the douchebags. It's low blood sugar. <laughs> you said pickles at first, and I was like, what the fuck is 
yes, yes. <laughs> That's because I was doing squiz guard, but badly. And I got really excited. <laughs> okay. Okay, real talk. The best episode of that show is the fucking Pickles Rock Opera. And I will, I, I will hear nothing, like, against that opinion. I need to rewatch that whole show. So good. Um, even Hawk, fuck, was that like those, like... We thought that it was, at the time, it would have been perceived as this very romantic, but it actually, it's this very narcissistic... Like, oh, fucking reality bites. Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. Not Empire Records. No, very narcissistic and douchey and just like, fuck all of you. Yes. You're all the worst. Yes. But also a seminal 90s film. It right? was, because it was like the 90s. But looking back now, <laughs> it's like, oh, you can all go fuck yourself. It's like watching Rent now. I can't with Rent. You know, but you know why. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... It's fine. But after um, watching... Lindsay Ellis is this... Uh, essayist on uh youtube mm-hmm. yeah she's the one who had that piece right the, the reality yeah. guys one yeah she did one on rent also that's called uh look pretty and do nothing mm-hmm. and she kind of uh the context around it uh, uh are kind of clips she took from um how to survive a plague mm-hmm. the documentary on i think it's on you can watch it on youtube right now about the aids crisis mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like Really? Like, this is what was going on, and this? So. Rent is fine, the music is good, but it's, they're all insufferable, horrible people. There was an instrumental version of that song, you know, that 525,000 whatever, in my yoga class on Wednesday, and it took me right out of my yoga practice. <laughs> Did I have a yoga That's probably, practice, like, but... one of the weaker songs in the whole thing. There's some, there's some good stuff in there, but I saw it, and I know it tangents the podcast, but, um... <laughs> I saw it, like, like late, like, maybe, like, I don't know, 10 years ago-ish. And in the theater, everyone was, like, singing along with the songs. And that shit drives me crazy. Yeah, it's tempting, but Because, like, no, 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 like, I was able to sit through fucking Hamilton, despite being able to sing Hamilton backwards and forwards, and I kept my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. That's the car. Except at the moments you cheer, because there's moments, mm-hmm. and it was awesome, where the whole audience would just cheer, which was, like fucking rad as hell like the line immigrants we get the job done mm-hmm. everybody cheers Aww. fucking awesome love it um my mom will be appalled when i take her in february <laughs> um yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no we can't she's gonna hate it and it'll be fine i get to go see it again so i'm excited but um yeah i was really annoyed because it's like it was just like you know all of you like fucking like people that are watching this are privileged enough that you have the money to go to a Broadway show mm-hmm. and you're like oh this like idealized life because I've got like a trust fund and it doesn't matter I don't have to worry about things and it just really like the whole situation annoyed me understandable so, yeah not that I'm not like fucking privileged as fuck but it just it yeah the situation was like fuck all of you no I feel that and like I paid well I didn't pay for the tickets so and they brought me for free but <laughs> Someone paid for that ticket, shut the fuck up so I can watch the fucking musical. And that is Musical Corner with Eric. (laughs) We used to sing Phantom of the Opera when we got really drunk. We haven't done that in a while, man. Because our husbands are always home. I know, they're the fucking worst. Go away, husbands. (laughs) Forever. Sorry, we love you. Yes, we love you so much. (laughs) 
All right. Okay. <laughs> that was like corner. a long tangent. No, that yes. was a long tangent. So we were whoring up uh, Miss Darcy. Darcy. Yes. Taylor, Ivan, Jeremy, you guys gonna help? No, Jeremy mumbled. But I'll watch. Oh, so Jeremy lives there with him. I don't think he does. But he I, hangs out. He hangs out. Okay. I don't know why. I don't really... I feel like it It gets into, like, his friend who was killed later and, like, that's oh, his Oh, so he's, connection. like, the, like, douchebag with the heart of gold. Yeah, but I... He's really more of a douchebag. Gotcha. I think. I don't know anything about makeup, Taylor said apologetically. Me neither. Ivan excused himself. Sorry. Sorry. All right, let's get to work, Dakota ordered. Oh, wait, no, I, I skipped a line. Taylor and Ivan pitched themselves onto the couch. The Siskel and Ebert of the cosmetic industry. That's oh, not God. a bad line. That's not a bad line. It's not a good line. It's not a great line, but it's not a bad line. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm glad I didn't skip it. What do you you did it first because you were like, your your mind was like, this is horrific. Like, let <laughs> me just like, we're just going to jump. But then you were like, no, we're going to power through this. What do you put on first? This cream stuff? Yeah. I scrutinized the charming little capsule of foundation. Um, that might not be the right color for my skin, I warned the I appreciate artist. that you knew all this shit as, like, a 12-year-old. I have not mastered makeup until, like, the last maybe, like, year or so. I'm not a thousand percent there. I feel like I still, I don't know how to, like, my skin's, like, different colors in different places, so how do you get one color that covers everything? Primer. You need to start with a, not even <sighs> primer, it's, uh, uh, what's it called? It might be called primer. Whatever. But it's, like, I have the stuff that's, like, purple and green. And green is supposed to be really good for your red spots. That's so much work. No, it's just like, it's like a lotion you put on before you put on your foundation. But that's... Uh, and I it guess. helps. It really does help. Because my cheeks are really red. And if I don't do it, it still kind of like comes through in the foundation. Are red cheeks a bad thing? I mean, I end up putting blush on anyway, but yeah. they're kind of blotchy in like a weird way. No, like right now you're flush and it looks Well, that's really because cute. I'm kind of drunk. No, I know. And I love it. Right. Like, it's really charming. <laughs> so, so don't hide that. Don't hide that under green makeup. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't hide your candle under a basket. Exactly. No baskets. No baskets. What do you mean, Saturn wonder? What do you mean? It's skin color. Dakota plunged a finger in and streaked a psychotic tan stripe across my face. Okay, plunged a finger in just, like, evokes <laughs> all kind of images. He's 15. See, you're We're doing this 15. voice, and it just makes me want you to start reading in the JFK voice. Ah, uh, you're right. I ordered, I ordered some potty platters yesterday from Jimmy John's. I really did. Happy. I ordered three. Happiness. Happy. Uh, I don't think that's right. He concluded, oh, this is racist. She okay. looks like an Indian on the warpath. Oh, Jesus Christ, Chibi Sheila. Yeah, I'm sorry, everybody. I mean, we have to own this stuff. Yeah. We are better people now. I could have skipped it, but yes. yeah. Jeremy sniggered from his secluded vantage point. You have to rub it in, I clarified. Oh. Dakota dabbed a tentative finger on my cheek, then scoured my cheek with it. Oh. I really like that we're getting into how she puts her makeup on. <laughs> I know. Like, it's like very, very detailed. Not like... at all tedious. But it doesn't look any different. It's not supposed to. Huh? Dakota was mystified. <laughs> Never mind. Just put on the blush. Saturn fumbled for the rouge. Here, let me do it. I'm better at this than Dakota. Naturally, this erroneous claim prompted a churlish sock from Dakota. Ow. Ow. Definitely he snatched the oh, piece sock. Of oh, okay. That's no, I like thought a punch. sock too, but then yeah, yeah no, yeah, he yeah, punched yeah. him. Definitely he snatched the petite brush and swabbed it thoroughly in petite the powder. Petite brush? Did we really need petite brush? We need all the adjectives. Well, I mean, and blush brushes are not that petite. No. And I guess like 
<laughs> I didn't quite have all the information. Jesus Christ, 12-year-old <laughs> Sheila. God damn it. I just I'm taken that, like, right out of the fiction. <laughs> my fantasy is having seven boys at once give me a makeover. Like, what is that? <laughs> like, I hate people touching my face. <laughs> I get off. I'll see. I like it. Though, a nice, like, a, a spa facial mm-hmm. is very nice. No, I've never had that. <gasps> it's lovely. I feel like my skin is as good as it's going to get. And if they're going to fuck with chemical peels. But having, stuff, no, 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 you can't. Don't do a chemical peel. Okay. Like, why would you do that to your skin? Oh. Just having, like, the massages and the different kinds of, like, oils and, like, don't do extractions. Those are fucking terrible. What's that? That's when they try to take out your, like, blackheads and stuff, and it's like, those aren't going anywhere. That seems like pseudoscience. Well, and it's also, like, counterintuitive, because if you're gonna relax, and it hurts like a fucking bitch, so let's... Sometimes a good massage hurts a little, though. No, but not in that good way. No. It's like, you're actively hurting me. Please stop. Don't pull things out of my face. Exactly. That's why I have Biore. Yeah. Even those, I think, are a little bullshit. They are, because they don't get, like, in there. Yeah. I found them to be better for, like, the sides of my nose. But then it's like, if I'm putting on foundation anyway, who gives a shit? (laughs) This has been Blackhead Corner with Erica and Sheila. Makeup Corner. It's my fault. Okay. Too much. Too much, Nade William. Nade, why? Why is William? Why? Why? the horses? I don't know. I must have. I don't know. You didn't like William. Because he was the youngest. Yeah, he's not sexy because he's too young. And he reminded him too much of your, like, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm 12. Fuck this kid. Precisely. Mm-hmm. Like, very good insight there. Thank you. Should I skip? I feel like there's there's a lot more of this. No, no, we got to read it all. Okay. She looks like a doll. Forget the blush. Fine, Saturn exceeded. Eyeshadow. He squashed exceeded. My- <laughs> he exceeded. He squashed my eyelids shut and grazed across them an applicator plastered with shadow. He administered it liberally, liberally, flagrantly disregarding all of Cindy Crawford's strictures of beauty. Does Cindy you can Crawford tell when have... this was written. Yes. Yes, you can. The brush. Though I will say that eyeshadow is like my favorite. Like doing the eyes no, is my favorite. That's the one I don't know how to do. Oh. oh we Maybe should we a, should have him in person should have make an a eyeshadow corner. party. Yes. You know, I gotta do my makeup for this. Bur- I'm gonna be in another burlesque show in March, <gasps> and I'm gonna need help with this because oh, I don't know how to do it. Come over first, and I will totally do your makeup. Can I? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be on a Friday, and the show's not till like I call time is ten, so I got totally like, four fine. Hours to I kill. will take a nap Yay. beforehand. Awesome. I don't know what I the makeup looks like yet. Lame but... as shit. Oh no, I'm with you. Like I can't. I feel like I can't even ask people to come to my shows because they're at 11 p.m. on Friday night. Like that's just rude to ask people to leave their house. <laughs> it's terrible. Okay. I inquired after a I liked mirror. your uh, Charles Barkley terrible there. Thank you. Very good. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, Saturn negated. Not until we're done. magic word. <laughs> he was Michelangelo surveying his Sistine Chapel ceiling. It was altogether disheartening. Decent line. Thank you. Decent line. Thank you. See, there's gems here. But Are if you didn't have all of the... The nonsense. The floweriness around it. Oh, no, I know. I mean, I could I could edit this on the fly to eliminate all of that. Oh no, that's not that's not fun, Sheila. It's not, but it's like God, it's so pretentious. Exactly, but that's why it's so much fun. <gasps> I'm I'm like tired of this makeup scene. It's almost over. Then we get to the like Taylor insecurity, which Ooh. I'm excited about. Okay. Uh, now for the eyeliner. You want to do it? He offered Dakota. Eyeliner is fucking impossible. I know. Dakota sure can't fucking do it. I can't even do it. No. Sure, Dakota acquiesced. He accepted the pencil, cupped my face with spidery fingers, and slashed one level charcoal line under my eyes. No, no, all wrong, Saturn said testily. I like Saturn. (laughs) Give it to me. She's not a zombie. 
Dakota refused to relinquish the pencil. A struggle ensued. Do zombies have, like, a really thick, like, black eye? That's more like a goth thing, isn't it? Would a 12-year-old gangbanger know that? I mean, well, would they know any of this? No, it's weird that they have makeup and they, like, are interested in applying it. Like, I'm, like, concerned that this girl that was there before, (laughs) like, like... they (laughs) murdered her and she's, like, under the floorboards or some shit. Like, I'm getting more of, like, a RuPaul's Drag Race What is going on? Oh, that is clearly, that's clearly it. Right. And they, like, bring these women in because they're like, oh, we can, like, play dress up with her and stuff and deeply repress our feelings. (laughs) Like, let's be gal pals. It'll be fun. (laughs) Abruptly. Saturn is totally terminated. like a drag queen name as well. I Saturn is my favorite so far. He's kind of delightful, yes. He's charming. You should just be his actual self. That's all I'm saying. Agreed. Hulking Jeremy was stalking over towards our little party. All manhandling between the two delinquents ceased. Give me the pencil. Jeremy intoned. Because he intoned it. I had to say it like that. <laughs> Saturn forked shit. it over. Ooh. Oh. This is not the next page to this. No. No, and I really, I really think that I wrote it where Jeremy, like, knows how to do the makeup, and, like, that's his surprise. Like, why would this asshole know how to do this? Interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, you need to find that page. I mean, we can stop there. I don't want to stop there because there's this, like, intense Taylor stuff. Oh, my God. And then she slithers out of her jeans, her sensible bootcut amigos. Uh, wait, wait, what? <laughs> and then she puts on a classy scrappy pair of nylons and yanks off her azure tank top and wriggles into the more risque black leather one makeover makeover i was totally gonna burst into it and then i was like okay yes she knows jfk but will she remember the makeover episode of course i remember all watch clone high it's amazing <laughs> it is amazing it's only 13 episodes tragically oh so sad yeah Oh, I need, like, a one-pager, like, telling us what happened. Yes. Mm. Um, so should we call the episode? And I think we should. Maybe do one more? I think we, we can should. read the, All uh, of those. Because this scene is really good. The world needs to hear that scene. It and I do. think it's good to have, like, a couple episodes for people to listen to when we first start. Yeah. You guys loving this so far? Because so... I'm loving it. I am having a blast. <laughs> it's making me really happy. Uh, okay, so yeah, we'll call it there then. Um, All right. Please check out the other podcasts on the Team Puma Knife Network. Uh, you can go to teampumaknife.com and find them all there. They're really great. I'm not on any of them, but I do enjoy listening to well, them. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I-, I like to think Bob and I have decent rapport. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's important to have decent rapport with your husband. It is. It's very important. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at uh, Oof, I Wrote That. And like I said on the previous episode, we're going to be, I don't know if we'll start like a Tumblr or an Instagram, but I have a ton of like doodles and just various sort of like uh, errata we'll call it for a lot of the dumb bullshit that i write so i know we can post some shit there i'm gonna post pictures of hansen transcript and exactly like all of the pop culture like shit that we've spoken about and and the inspirations for our stories oh good call yes i like that so we will call it there and we will see you in episode three good night This has been a Puma Knife production.